This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey legends, Nick from Midflight Brawl here. Just want to say a big thanks to everybody who was a part of our first live show, the first ever live Midflight Brawl, episode 50, that you're about to hear that we recorded this past weekend at Comedy Republic in Melbourne. Thanks to everyone that came along and those who streamed online from all around Australia and bloody around the world. Got some messages from some interesting joints. Want to thank Pete for the sick sign. You'll hear about that. You may have seen it on our socials, at Midflight Brawl on Instagram. Um, and again, big thanks to all the staff and all those champions at Comedy Republic for helping us make it happen in some trying times down in fucking Victoria, if you know what I mean. There are more live Midflight Brawls coming up. Adelaide, March 13 at the Rhino Room and Brisbane, March 20 has already sold out at Fritzenberger. Good chat there in Brisbane. Uh, March 21st, the Sunday show. There's a handful of tickets left. They'll be two completely different episodes. So if you've got tickets to the Saturday, you're thinking about coming to the Sunday, but you thought they may be the same topic. No, completely different topic. Get in there, get the tickets. We've got more shows coming up. In Melbourne as well, we've got March 27. That'll be live at the European Beer Cafe. Uh, Our mate, your mate, Carl Chandler, his comedy room there in Melbourne. And then we've got the 3rd of April at Comedy Republic and the 17th of April at Comedy Republic. The Euro Beer Cafe show is on sale now for the Patreon subscribers. If you want to get your tickets early, get onto the Patreon. You get all the bonus apps, all that shit. Patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Don't know why I'm talking. You know the deal. It's 50 episodes. We just hit a quarter million downloads. Thank you so much for telling all your mates about it. We really appreciate it. Thanks for all of your support. I'm going to stop talking. Here's episode 50. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. I'm the lady that's not at the s***. I'm the f***ing fucking door. Yes. All right. I'm 
Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. How are we, everyone? Good. All right. Any tip rack can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Thanks very much for coming out, everybody. It's nice to uh, be in the same room. First yeah, time nice, of the year. Nice to see Pretty you. Good. Yeah. Same attitude. I haven't, I haven't seen Heggie since, literally since uh, March last year, mm. except briefly when I was in quarantine in a Brisbane hotel and I popped my head out over the balcony and he gave me the finger from the street. So <laughs> it's good to have friends. Yeah, oh, if you're wondering about our attire today, Nick got us some T-shirts. None of this natural fibre bullshit, but he, he found these <laughs> T-shirts No, Now, listeners sent us a message about that. Oh, right. I, I had to get it. Yes. And I assume the country where this was manufactured, this is a large there. But uh, <laughs> people are different sizes around the world, aren't they? So... Um, I don't know. We, we should probably kick off a fair bit to get through today. It's a special episode. It's the 50th episode, which is, uh, you know, it's amazing considering... We did it. Neither of us have made a fucking cent yet, but... but it, I spent it on, on this. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um, Makes you think, doesn't it? It's a pretty, pretty special day we want to talk about here for our special 50th episode, and that is, of course, September 11th. It's a, <laughs> A date, a, a date a lot of us would like to wipe from our memories, but um, hordes of people insist we should never, under any circumstances, ever forget, even if you fucking wanted to. I met, I met someone once who said that they survived uh, 9-11, and I said, well, yeah, so did I, mate. Would, would... Where, where were you? Um, where were you when it happened? Probably in bed, I don't know. What? It was, I was in Brisbane, whatever. You know, I don't know. No, we're special. They wouldn't have shown it on the news there because it didn't involve a Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, anyway, commem- commemorating a very special day for, for Midflight Brawl uh, for our 50th episode, and that, and that is September 11, 2007. So, you know. It's a shame. I wanted to play this. I went down there. I went down to Ground Zero. Did you? Yeah, day off, just help out. And um, (laughs) (laughs) just put my leg out as people are running out of the building. Got ya, got ya. No, um, (laughs) I went down in like 2006 on 9/11, and um, they there were there were people taking like the yeah yeah like the tourist photos there. Well, they started building the new building. Around then, not then. It was still a fucking big hole. No, they still start. They they take their commemorating freedom very fucking seriously in America. They built a building the same. There's a build, they're building in the same spot. Yeah, now. there is now. And these guys have got that exact location still in their flight simulators. I wouldn't build in the same spot. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not fucking lightning. Like it's. A, it's they, and they're going to build another one. They're going to build a second one as well. I don't know. That's fucking mad. No, I think they've just got that. There's like a fountain and some other things there. There's a oh, Freedom Tower or something. Yeah, it's a yeah. full big building. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy. This is, this is place. I went, I went once to this. There was this joint in Ecuador called Latacunga, and they, they built a village on the side of a volcano. It gets wiped out routinely. 
And they'll go, oh, no, we're going to build it in the same spot to commemorate the fighting human spirit of fucking stupidity. And put it back and I'll turn up and they go, oh, do you want a bed for the night? I go, no, thank you. There's a fucking active volcano right there. I'm going to walk somewhere else. Same thing. Um, <laughs> anyway. The other so, ground's a hero. I had no idea. <laughs> so um, three flights that day, that very day, had to be diverted. Uh, first three. one. Yeah, three. Three in total. And we're going to go around the grounds and get all of them. Um, <laughs> In the next hour. Um, My hands are particularly shaky today. Yeah. For a man so. that's had no booze for 11 days, mm. I think it's calling me back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. Well, that's what does. To kill ya, to kill ya. First one, of course, is uh, Thomas Cook. May yes. It rest, may it rest in peace. Um, Manchester to Toronto. Oh. Um, we're on. We are on. Got low-cost <laughs> airline and Manchester. Oh, yeah. Um, Every flight's a mystery flight out of Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> There's a city on the ticket, but you're so, not getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, may as well say Atlantis. Yeah. Just fuck it. So um, two hours into this Thomas Cook flight, right, already over the ocean. I, for one, cut loose when I see there's no land under the plane. And it's, it's, there's a Pakistani passenger sitting there just minding his own business. And he, he, he suddenly hears that the plane's being turned around and diverted. And um, this surprises him as much as the next Canadian citizen. Um, cabin crew were concerned about his behaviour. So what's happened here? I didn't manage to get hold of the black box, but... I was, <laughs> I assume someone reminded the pilot of the date. He had fucking, against all odds, forgotten what day it is. And um, they, of course, said, oh, hey, Captain, there's a, there's a Pakistani on the plane. He said, a fucking what? And they've, and they've just... But you better understand English yeah. in about five seconds. Well, if that's... you don't, I am going to fuck you up. Let's well, you joke Some about people that. may not have heard that episode, so it just sounds like a really grim sound clip I just played. <laughs> um, so he's like, yeah, we've got to get back to land, quick sticks. Slam the lever forward and put the big bird down. Where do you reckon? How far out of Manchester? Two hours out of Manchester. Or I've got a guess. Have a go. I've got a guess here. Welcome to Shannon Airport, gateway to the Wands of Hunter Way. <laughs> Straight in. <laughs> the, um, the Wise River. People now the... looking at me flick through that going, fuck, there's a gap. That's why they pay an audio editor. Well, <laughs> it's hard alive, isn't it? Conrad's over there, you can't fucking help. <laughs> Got all shaky hands on the buttons. Oh, well, we should give a shout-out to Conrad, actually. He's the fucking best. He's sort of, that's, that's the reason most of you are here, because it's not... Unlistenable anymore. <laughs> he's um. Those gaps are gone thanks to Conrad. Oh, he makes it so good. He's been he's been missing this week, and you you had to do one, didn't you? Yeah, I had to so, edit the Patreon app, which yuck. is why it sounded a bit shitty. But Conrad had a very interesting job. What was it, Conrad? Tennis. Tennis. Just, just tennis. He wasn't playing. Conrad is curious. Oh. I should he's, say. Um, no. <laughs> Conrad was the one pumping the fake sound effects into the tennis. So. <laughs> And regardless of how much money we offered him, he would not. 
to 50 bucks at one point, but nah. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to keep his job and his reputation. And, oh no, it's a shame, isn't it? So, um, so admittedly, right, Thomas Cook pilots, they're on a, they're on a hair trigger for shit going wrong. I, I had a bit of a pervert aero inside, which is a website dedicated specifically to air safety incidents. Type, type Thomas Cook into that and watch your fucking day disappear. I, I'm... <laughs> Like, it's a, bit of, it's a fair bit of hydraulic failure, hot tea spilt on a little girl smoking the cockpit, all the usuals. But, Standard. But this, this incident of not-so-casual not racism didn't even feature in the top 100 things. I was many pages in, I couldn't find it. It was like, it didn't even make it into it. There's fuck-all info on this, in fact. But it's like looking for Qantas on air crash investigations. No Wrong good. airline. No well, they, good. They dropped, a, they dropped an engine on a village in Bali or something once, didn't they? Still. Whatever. It's a, it's a fucking... Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Propeller goes through a school. Fuck them. No one died on the plane. So. Man, there was, there was a Rex plane about 18 months ago that on a flight dropped a full propeller just mm. a little bit out from Albury. Yeah. So middle of nowhere still. And um, didn't, didn't hurt anyone and just landed. And oh, they, really? they still fly. Yeah. Like the full propeller fell off. Rex, that's not even the worst thing about Rex. I've flown Rex and the fucking dude who drives the bus flies the plane. (laughs) (laughs) And he loads your luggage and everything. You've talked about it. It's the same shit. He's a passenger for half of it as well. (laughs) Put on an autopilot. (laughs) Bring the beer up the back. Bring the boy with lollies down to everyone. Yeah. He's the sniffer dog. He's fucking busy. (laughs) (laughs) Busy at Rex. On, um, on, on Arrow Inside, right, I saw in 2015, right, an emergency slide off a Thomas Cook flight just deployed itself mid-flight. <laughs> or is it, like, whatever. It's a bit like the bonnet flying open on the highway. It's happened, it's oh, happened to so all of us. the slide in the air... Gone. What, outside? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Gone. They found it. They found it in a churchyard in Langton Green. I mean, if you, if you live near Heathrow or Gatwick, you're going to get some debris landing on your property. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What happened? It's not just young Starway boys who are asleep in the wheel cavity. There's, there's a. By the way, whole episode coming up on that. Oh, yeah. There's fucking heaps. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of people who have thought that's a good idea to travel somewhere. Like it must oh. be before Air Asia, before flights for a dollar. It's the only way. Man, you say people, it's boys. It's the ultimate high speed gender reveal. It's like a <laughs> fucking. No. No young girls, regardless of background, are deciding to get in a yeah. fucking wheel cavity. It's a fucking, of a, it's a fucking patriarchy at it again. Yeah. <laughs> no chicks jumping into the wheel wells of planes. No. Nah. Not given the opportunities. But, I mean... There's a... There's a particular sort of shopping centre car park right near Gatwick where it just rains boys. Like, it's just... And it's... Or not, you know, anyway, sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> another, another incident that, that piqued my interest. In 2012, a, a Thomas Cook plane had the autopilot just pack it in mid-flight, and that was worthy of talking about. Imagine, like, and I thought about that, I thought, it's nothing, but imagine the two people sitting in the cockpit. One's a shuttle bus driver, the other's probably just <laughs> sitting in an office a few days earlier flogging off Manchester to Tenerife packages. And... And then he's a pilot a day later, and they find themselves having to land a fucking plane. Terrifying. And those Thomas Cook ones, they're all, you know where to go anyway. You don't need autopilot. 
where's Spain? Just look it up. That's, <laughs> that's where it's fucking going. It's not going anywhere else. So um, on, on this particular plane, though, Khalid Mahmood Butt, a uh, 39-year-old Pakistani Muslim living in Canada, was praying loudly and uh, passengers were alarmed. Um, they stopped fighting and go, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> he, um, he demanded to speak to the captain because everyone was upset with him and pilots don't come out of the cockpit, as you all know. Cover put the final nail in that after 9-11 did the heavy lifting initially. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever get to sit in a cockpit did you, when you were younger? Did you fly anywhere? And... Nah, I, I don't think... I didn't really fly. You know, when I grew up, planes were fucking expensive. We didn't... You know, I, had to be, I had to be an adult before they were cheap. But no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think my parents would think to do that to a pilot. And they must be enjoying post-9-11 you know, bliss of, of not having dickheads bring their toddlers up to put them on their lap and play broom brooms for a little bit. <laughs> while while they're, they're trying to have a nap. You know, it's, it's fuck off. But honestly, um, now, I think with the, how popular Microsoft Flight Simulator is, I reckon it's grown-ups. Not grown-ups going up there. So, yeah, just pop the eating, going, yeah, I know what that does, know what that does, know what that does. It's actually a W on my keyboard. You've got a real button for it, but... <laughs> Respect. <laughs> um, so, so this dude, right, Khalid, he, he ended up getting charged with engaging in threatening behaviour and not obeying crew instructions. He got, uh, got convicted of the second one and copped this. He was fined 50 euros. It's about $70 Australian. Okay. But then the... No, it doesn't sound like much, but that's 50 Thomas Cook flights. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking get this up, yeah? The... the the judge, he, he then, the judge then reduced the fine to 10 euros because that's all Khalid had on him. What court a, takes fucking cash payment a, on the day? Yeah. <laughs> How pom is that? Classic Paddy shakedown, isn't it? It's, oh, yeah, 10, 10 euros to get me some bargains across the street at Michael Kerrin's bar where uh, potato-based meals start at four, four euros a pop. Especially oh, this, up, this one's landed there as well. It's in. It's this is the oh, first one. Oh, this is still in Shannon. Yeah, it's oh, in fine. Shannon. Yeah, These judges. Zero beers are well, judges, me. Sorry, everyone. I had no idea judges took cash. I, you slam that gavel down hard enough, the fucking register opens under there. <laughs> thing. So maybe it's more like an auction there. That's what it sounds like. How much is fine? Ten, ten, ten. Give you twenty. Twenty. Twenty over here. Forty euro. Anyone. So on, on, this, on September 11, uh, 2007, it uh, fell on a Tuesday. So the judges sort of hot diggity told us Tuesday, two for once. I'll be down straight at the bar here with my fucking 10 euros getting in. Guard I, the uh, Irish cute police, they interviewed the man and are satisfied, they were satisfied he did not pose a threat. But passengers all had to stay in Shannon for the night. That oh, was, mate. Getting into the heart of Irish culture, Irish people, and you see what life is really like here. <laughs> oh, didn't I ever? Oh. They should have just stayed there, because you know the airport, the famous oh. Shannon Airport. Oh, no, Shannon was the very, very first duty-free in the world. Yes. <laughs> Out of necessity, more than anything, I think. <laughs> just keep having planes turn up that they weren't expecting. And fucking sell them that. Sell them that Tia Maria for fucking 15 euros. Just get rid of it. So, um, 
Second flight, similar theme. Sorry for the repetition, but an Iranian national flying from Constantinople to New Amsterdam, and um, he he ended up getting feeling a bit crook. Did you say uh, New Amsterdam? Yeah, well, it's it's Istanbul to New York City. I've seen if anyone had noticed. I use the old names. That's how old I am. Um, (laughs) And he he sort of he felt he felt a little bit sick, right? And somehow him feeling sick has ended up in him being restrained by air marshals. I assume they're on the front foot, being the anniversary of 9/11 and all. Never, for, never forget. How the fuck could we? David? I'm not a great spewer. I run around beforehand, so maybe that's what's happened. You're right. Oh, My you're... sister, very good spewer when she was a kid, feeling sick, straight to the bathroom. Yeah. I'd just do laps as my parents chased me until I vomited where I shouldn't. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's what's happened. The poor Iranian bloke. Yeah. Well, what's the difference between vomiting and projectile vomiting? What's that? The speed. <laughs> Bullshit. Like, it's, it's, it must be the disrespect of not getting outside or to a toilet or poking your head down or something. I'm trying to get it further away. Yeah. That must be it. Like, I don't, I don't understand projectile vomiting. It's all projectile. It's coming, like, it's... No, but some people vomit. do little... It's like sneezes, I think. You know, some people go... And some yeah. people go... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just don't try and change. Do what you're going to do. You well, yeah. When, when I was a kid, right, a Christian brother thrashed me for sneezing in class. So, that's a, and now you see this man before you. So, yeah. makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> so, um, I mean, these air marshals have obviously thought, look, there's someone from a brown country looking ill on Delta. Uh, we're ready when you are, airlines. He's, he's probably about to vomit up a gun. And, um... <laughs> oh, no. Not this Delta. When you're ready, <laughs> really ready, we'll be there when you are. Delta is ready to fly. <laughs> yes, we're ready to fly. That was when airlines would just have ten hot chicks on the ad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now you've got to have an old bloke and a... <laughs> Switch oh, it's it up. Bloody, it's bloody PC gone mad, isn't it? It's a, it's a... <laughs> so, um, I mean, again, America Day don't fuck around when it comes to freedom and that getting threatened. So they've, they thought, oh, let's, let's tackle the little fella. Something to do. And, and it's about, Istanbul to New York, that's about an 18-hour flight. So guess where is pretty much exactly halfway? <laughs> Welcome to Shannon Airport. <laughs> Man, yes. I mean, try, try, try finding someone who's caused a Delta Airlines flight to divert to Shannon. There's pages of the bastards. You can't. I thought, there's nothing. I couldn't find it. Like there, there are no articles. The other Delta diversions, quite newsworthy, obviously more than this, than some bog standard racism. Bunch of, bunch of heart attacks have turned up in Shannon. There's. Uh, oh, that. You know, the usual stuff, strange smells, bomb hoaxes, that sort of thing. One, one time, right, a pilot... But surely they're prepped for that. Like an Irish hospital has bombs. seen a few heart attacks. Oh, heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the perfect place to land. They've probably got the best setup for it. It's like getting skin cancers cut out in Queensland. Like, they're, yeah. they're ready. <laughs> Most of them have just got defib machines under those stupid hats. Like, um... 
One time, right, a, a pilot spilt his coffee on the dials. Oh, Jesus and the, and the, I'm worried, honestly, with my shaggy hands getting that over the toy, I'm worried. I wouldn't, I wouldn't spill a coffee on a plane. Man, yeah. Well, and, and they had to divert to Shannon as a result of him spilling his coffee. One of the buttons melted. I'm sort of like... <laughs> making the fucking buttons out of chocolate or something. What's <laughs> Apparently, like, the liquid went in, started a little fire. And it... Jesus. <laughs> Shannon's biggest import That to has... me sounds like a tea, I reckon. They say like coffee, but tea in a takeaway cup with a lid on, fucking hell. It's a bad time. Yeah, it's dumb. Well, who'd buy a tea? I was fucking... <laughs> kind of get what you're given, don't you? It's fucking, yeah, silly. Um, <laughs> when, Shannon's, Shannon's biggest import, though, has got to be stupidity. Like, it's, it's the amount of shit you see just turning up there. Off this plane, right, 197 passengers got off the plane at 6.30pm in Shannon, the Wise River. And... Um, they stayed in local hotels for the night. Missed happy hour, unfortunately, which is not an hour anymore from what I've seen. Happy hour just goes for fucking three hours now. So... The only bloke to be annoyed about that. Yeah. These bargains have been going for far too long. <laughs> Where do I lodge a complaint? I just, well, you don't, you don't get to complain about it. You've you got to keep it on. Look, I just don't like being lied to. I, I if, it's, if you want to complain about it the other way, you've got to complain about it this way as well. Or stop... Stop fucking complaining. Get on with your life. Um, I always think, though, we've spoken about Shannon Airport a lot. And, mm. You know, we, we haven't really covered what's in there. We've spoken about the bars around it and the courthouse that's always filled with these fuckheads. But Shannon Airport itself, there's a lot on. This is the O'Connell sculpture, which captures an important moment in 2007 where the Irish rugby captain, Paul O'Connell, was lifted high by his teammates during a line-out in Crow Park. <laughs> There's a statue of a rugby union lineout. <laughs> Not even they won the game, it was the winning try or the slotting the field goal. They managed to lift him up. Yeah, just the, the ball went out of bounds and then he fucking changed history. <laughs> I mean, when I think art and sculpture, I think Shannon Airport. I don't know. And go there. I um I used to live under the under the stands of Croke Park, like the not un, like not a hobo, but like there's this you know, little you're, housing you're, estate. You're the only person that would ever have to rectify that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little housing estate. I lived there. It was a shithole, and and it was sort of I walk out the front, and there's Croke Park stands there. Pretty cool. On game day, great. Other days, quite violent. <laughs> I reckon game days too. No, game days are pretty good. They just put the violence aside. They're not English. They sort of, they manage to... <laughs> no, they, they, they get together in pubs, you know, same colours. They're pretty cool. Mate, you um, talk about art not being available at Shannon Airport, but mm. what you don't know is that the world's largest collection of model aircraft is now on permanent display at Shannon Airport. Jesus Christ. 1,500 die-cast oh. models was accumulated over a 50-year period by Michael Kelly, 67, the world's saddest man. It doesn't... <laughs> I don't, I don't think it that's doesn't the say biggest. it, but <laughs> oh. I don't reckon that'd be the biggest collection. Biggest collection would be in some fucking high-achieving pedophile's basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this guy, right, John? This hey, you don't a, want to know about these aircraft, these model aircraft? Not particularly. Have they got little dots on the? Uh, There's fifteen hundred of them. And they're one to two hundred in scale. 
and include a what? range of Concorde models, the Sunderland aircraft owned by Al Capone, Fuck. the world's largest aircraft to fly commercially, and uh, many other things that don't get looked at. I'm all right. When drunk people are dragged past by yeah. the cops. <laughs> I mean, model, model airplanes to me, like war ones, like biplanes and shit. You're making model airplanes of actual commercial airliners. That's even worse. Yeah, it's the stuff a, you can buy. What do you mean? You've never been drunk enough on an international flight just flicking through the shopping magazine? No. no 47 bucks. That's a bargain for an A380. Swipe. <laughs> so, um, oh, you don't drink on planes. No. And there's a what reason a I don't want to come home with an armful of fucking snow domes full of planes and shit. And get to... I try and get the plane, like the cost of the flight, I try and cover that on board. What, what do you mean? I just say beers are $10 at the sky, yeah. in the sky, and I go, how much was the ticket? 1300 It's time to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite, since the nanny state was installed, it's harder to do. You can't just ask them to leave a carton anymore or anything. They fucking <laughs> one by one and then you've got to go up and get them and stuff during the night. Yeah. I've seen that. They'll let you, though. Will they? Yeah. Oh, right. That's the, that's the like, breatho, the sky breatho. If you can walk down the back and ask, good to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've had many times taking deep breaths, getting yeah. to the back going... <laughs> yeah. You can get this out. One drums, bugs, please. Oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I had it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, so this dude, right, Javed Dadari, which I mean, I couldn't find his name. That's John Doe in uh, Persian. He, um, he's, he, he, next day, is that the name just, on the visa card ads over there? Yeah, I think so. That's their, that's their John Citizen. Is um, he next day he gets back on the same plane with the same people to go to NYC. And um, they're like, oh, thanks for the 15-hour getaway to Shannon. <laughs> Jarvid, didn't see you down at fucking McTavish O'Doherty's or whatever last night <laughs> for beers. Are you still crook? No, nah, I just needed a bit of a layover. I'm fine. Let's, uh, let's get to NYC. These buildings aren't going to fucking destroy themselves. <laughs> well, he didn't say or that. That's what the passengers said. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible time. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, it depends who you talk to, though. They did destroy themselves, didn't they? So, yeah, I've seen you know. a few YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> a few people have put spaces before commas talking about science. <laughs> I've never heard the term Building 7 said at a normal volume. LAUGHTER <laughs> um, Anyway, we're motoring through, but we've got, you know, we've got a bit of Shannon stuff later. So fucking... Um, <laughs> third flight, right? This, this is the last flight. We're only half an hour into the show, but we'll be right. There's, there's heaps here. This, this, it's um, good old Martin, Martin Air Flight 621, oh. Amsterdam to Cuba. Oh. September 11, 2007, buddy. Oh. Here he is. Where are you, Conrad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you, you type Martin Air into Google, next word, victims. Or you just... <laughs> you can't... You, it's just... Again, I reckon that's your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, not this time, I mate, reckon if thanks. I type things to do in my phone and things to do in your phone, 
the word afterwards is going to be very different. Yeah. What, what would you type things, to, like in Shannon or something? Yeah, if what you would, went somewhere. Things to oh, do, right, yeah. followed by a city. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yours would Once say Shannon murder. Shannon. So. <laughs> um, not this time, no. No victims. So, you know, God willing, uh, everyone survives. Um, a 42-year-old Ukrainian sailor and his 39-year-old dental nurse wife got themselves some duty-free Campari and whiskey oh. in uh, Amsterdam. Pop them open. Get two liters. Don't fucking waste it on that shit. Right. <laughs> Pop them open on the plane. Classic. How many hours in to the ten-hour flight? Oh, f- do three? you reckon? Exact amount. <laughs> So, naturally, right, you know, attendants hate this shit, the fucking, you know, fun sponges, but the... I'd never have... (laughs) I just think that's such a... Has anybody opened their duty-free on a flight before? No. No. Aren't you good people? No. (laughs) It's an insane... First of all, buying duty-free before a flight is weird to me. Because you can get it when you land. Yeah. We didn't used like to be who's getting there. on a plane going, fuck, they probably don't have Jack Daniels over there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure I fill up the overhead now. Like, oh, get it at the other end. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Campari- just, what is Campari? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's like an orangish. It's like an Aperol. It's shit Aperol? Aperol? Yeah. Which is a, just, it's bitter. Yeah. Aperol, yeah. Oh, Similar to Aperol, whatever. Shit. <laughs> and what they get, Campari and... Campari and whiskey. They weren't mixing it. There was one each. Yeah. He had the whiskey, she had the Campari. They're not animals. Um, <laughs> the, the, the crew have said, look, give us the bottles. And uh, Volodymyr handed his over. Irene said, nah, I'll put the lid on and make a solemn promise to not drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and she fucking oh, lied. Yeah. <laughs> you can't trust the duty-free opener. No. Nah. I don't care what they say next. <laughs> you know, no duty-free opener is also a doctor on board. No. <laughs> a doctor's on board considered on duty. Like, have you got to stay cool if you're a doctor? Or can you just cut loose? Like, like if you're a doctor on a plane, do you have some sort of Hippocratic Oath shit where you've got to stay cool just in case? You know, you've That's got to... like international airspace. It's like sky pirates. You're good to go. <laughs> I don't think the oath matters in the air. You know? Yeah. I saw shit on the ground. I'll get maggot in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I had a doctor once on a flight. He said he was a doctor, but it was a doctor of philosophy. Oh. What? And he put his hand up? Put his hand up. Bullshit. Yeah. Got, got yelled at. <laughs> Pretty funny, though. I nearly became a doctor of philosophy. But I wouldn't put my fucking hand up. Yeah. <laughs> How Any, did you almost anywhere. become that? Well, How I nearly, did you almost I, no, I accidentally do something for I, five years? Well, I nearly... St- I, I was about to start my doctorate, but I didn't. So you've got a degree in philosophy? No, I've got, a, I've got an honours degree, and I was about to do a philosophy uh, uh, doctorate, Shit. which I didn't. Sorry I started saying this. I should have said this. What a wise man. <laughs> Put on a bloody backpack instead and went and got maggot for ten years. <laughs> and... Uh, and here we are. Um, so, so these two, right? You yeah, go on. No, what? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so these two, right? They, they've they've sort of knocked off a bit of more of her campaign. They're up the back, flogging wine off the cart, and uh, they got told to go back to their seats through a coffee pot. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't clear who threw the coffee pot, but I think you find women can throw coffee pots as well, Nick. Um, 
can they ever? So and when they spilled a glass of wine, ended up getting handcuffed and strapped to their seats, and then the plane got diverted. But this time, it got diverted to... Well, fuck. Welcome to Shannon Airport, gateway to the Wanderland. <laughs> like, this Shannon? But you're getting into the heart of Irish culture. Yeah. Irish... <laughs> the heart of Irish culture. Three planes, same day, all to Shannon, not scheduled. <laughs> Fucking pretty good. Fuck, that's like right. just, this is still 2007. It's exactly the same day. Holy it's shit! The same day. What a day for an air traffic controller in yeah. Shannon. <laughs> well, they've always got a clean slate at the start of the day. The air traffic in Shannon. Nothing's yeah. scheduled to go there. <laughs> no one's deliberately intending to land there. It just happens. It's mo- most planes when they land, you've got the fire engine and ambulance at the end. There's just cops. Yes, yeah, cops. cops to <laughs> the night sticks out, ready to go. I um, I saw that. Uh, I ended up going to that musical that uh, I never remember the name. Come, fr- thank you. Fuck man. Come from away because mm. it was about nine eleven. Yes. I thought that that'll be lighthearted fun and. Um, <laughs> No, but it's about the story on 9-11, all the planes get diverted to Newfoundland, this little town, Gander, and all the townspeople gather around them and they went from 6,000 to 15,000 people in a week or something and they all became friends and there's no musical show, there's no musical about Shannon Airport, I don't think, I don't think it would be the same vibes. Did you you go to that musical? I went. Oh, right, I thought you were just talking about it. You went? No, I went. It was my anniversary the other week. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck me. You know what a musical talked fan? About it. I just sort of tuned out when you. No. If, so... if someone gave me tickets to the Gander the musical, I'd throw them in the bin. <laughs> and then. And then I'd get rid of the bloody tickets. So. Yeah. so... Are you going to. Oh, here he is. So I mean, uh, Christmas. These, <laughs> so these, this is. So, it was so good. These sort of. It wasn't good. Fine. It wasn't good. Can you edit out the wasn't good, Conrad? Because um, Luch might listen to this. He's got to say it was good. Um, <laughs> so this was like the, the the flight staff have just said, "Look, you two fuckwits like duty free. Let's go to the birthplace of it." And there they are in Shannon. And um, I'll tell you what. You see Eastern Europeans maggot, and I'm yet to see one who's not. They. <laughs> You just sort of, just, just leave them alone. Like, I'm not one for stereotypes, as you know, but behind, <laughs> behind the Iron Curtain, there are only two states. There's maggot and maggot asleep. They... <laughs> how, how the fuck they find the time to, to, to start so many violent wars, much less play chess, is beyond me. I thought Ukrainian sailor would have just set off alarm bells yeah. down at the flight centre. <laughs> I'd rather sit next to Muhammad Atta than yeah, a fucking... <laughs> the eye patch would do it for me. So I'm not fucking sitting next to this bloke. Furthermore, when I see couples... Right, no, I don't know if there's some here. How would I? But um, when, when I see couples exactly equal in their drunkenness, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like it's just... Oh, really? Something wrong there. Yeah. Just not right. And I'm not so saying... You're woman, saying one's not meant saying to watch the other one. You're meant bit, to look yeah. out for your partner. Well, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Oh, it should just happen naturally. You don't have to make a conscious decision. But obviously, you know, your wife stays more sober than you do. 
when you go out. Well, she is pregnant. Because, well, yeah. <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> I don't want to give birth to a land larrikin, all right? That's <laughs> what I'm <mean. laughs> Uh, um, so, so these two, right, they're both guilty, obviously. They stood in the docks crying, even the man. And um, <laughs> that, I reckon in the Ukrainian Navy, fireable offence, like showing emotion. Shot for crying, you? Mm. <laughs> well, sailor's supposed to be brave. That's the opposite of bravery. <laughs> um, traditionally, not anymore. Bravery's been rebranded. As have... <laughs> All the seven deadly sins are now just acts of bravery. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, um, she... Oh, is that too much? It's Melbourne, isn't it? Sorry, I forgot where, <laughs> forgot where I was for a second there. Um, so... Oh. Irene, right? Yeah, go on. Imagine hearing 50 episodes of this and that's where people have drawn the line. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, get me out. (laughs) Irene, she received a one-month suspended sentence. So nothing. Yeah. Um, Vladimir, one month of actual jail for him. So there you go. One little extra jab, seeing as both of you are equally culpable and pleaded guilty to exactly the same charge. Vladimir, being a bloke, copped a 700 euro fine, about a thousand bucks. What did he Straight get it down in. to, though? Well, I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're at Shannon Court. I mean, how the... I mean, he had to pay the 700, but how the, how the patriarchy is not being given women equal punishment to their husbands is fucking you know, glass ceiling shit, isn't it? It's not... It's, a, it's an ongoing disgrace on... Um, but, but Vladimir, he's pitched back into the court to cough up, right? And uh, the judge said, look, don't worry about it. I'm suspending your sentence too. So pretty happy ending. Where's the fucking money? We'll take cash. Thank you very much. <laughs> cash on so the he, day. Yeah, he still had to cough up. You know what, though? He didn't I, have to go to jail. I reckon those judges there are right. They can pay cash because you're getting everyone diverted on their, like, two-holiday flights. So they've got all their holiday savings there. Where were you going? How long for? And then just have a guess based on what they'd <laughs> save for the entire trip. <laughs> Do you, they'd probably take traveller's check. Does a traveller's check still exist? Is that a thing? No? Can't go anywhere. Because the pandemic. All right. <laughs> All right. Now I've got you here. I can really talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> Bring the screen down. <laughs> oh man. Um, Shannon City, the uh, the Wise River itself, um, would have been. Well, that would have been fucking pumping with like an extra five hundred people for the night. It'd be fucking amazing. All all from shit airlines. All from, all from Manchester, Istanbul and Amsterdam. So you do the stereotypes. It's, um, <laughs> any... Do you reckon they just, they've got little carts ready to go? Like when P&O cruisers pull up in Vanuatu. People don't yeah. even leave the dock. They just roll oh, they out the little, little, the little trinkets. Yeah. yeah, little leprechaun magnets and everything. <laughs> just get them down to Shannon Airport. I'd be just on flight radar at home with a box full of shit I'd want to sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one's going to land, quick, yeah. take us to the airport. <laughs> um, I mean, any, any Shannon local that day who's, who wasn't racist would have had a fucking... They would have gone spare. On, a, on just a regular Tuesday night, I thought, oh, this is brilliant. There's 500 extra people in my town, not from here. Fucking sick. I would have loved it if I was a Shannon local. I, was on, I, was, I went on the hunt, right, for a good pub that may fit 500 people in it. 
in Shannon. I got got sidetracked, obviously. I ended up watching like a shopping centre fight between these. <laughs> these like, two, it was it was in Shannon, but there was two women, right? Two women having a fight, but they're pulling each other's hair for over five minutes, like just and like locked in. It's like a mix between sumo and moose. <laughs> not, yeah, not the like size. Yeah, just sort of standing there yeah. and, and locked in position and the kids are there going, yeah, mum, let her go, whatever. And they just waited for the cops and said, five minutes, watch that. <laughs> fucking... Okay, I was waiting for something to happen, never did. It's just the same thing. And then the police came and go, let her go over here, man, all right. That's it. Go back I, I hate internet reviews, but that is worthy of a thumbs down on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. it was a shit video. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I watched. I also watched a, a glass bottle and chair fight that happened oh. after after the a cube paper scissors rock. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happened happened in Shannon after a after a kickboxing event, which is um, otherwise known as nighttime in Shannon. Isn't it? <laughs> but when, like in Shannon, I don't know if you know this about Ireland, but when you hear the words "last drinks" get yelled, you all within your eyes, you just pick up a chair and a bottle and just. See what happens. That's what they do. Um, Who won? Well, I couldn't. There wasn't one winner. It was a lot of people in it. It wasn't a side. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a fucking one of those guys in black and white stripe judging. Yeah. It was just a ruckus fight. Well, fucking who had the person a... filming it actually had to stop and start fighting. So I, I lost. The... Oh. Another unsolved I didn't see mystery. The end. Oh. Yeah. I was very disappointing. In those, in those videos, you just look to see who's had an unplanned nap. You go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have blocked the punch with the back of your head, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's poor defence. <laughs> I watch a lot of videos like that. It is disappointing when there's no when there's no sort of conclusion. I just love too the poor fucking algorithms at YouTube. The two well, you've got well because you've got two young kids mm. and they'd watch nice stuff on YouTube. They don't touch my computer. All right. <laughs> You get something else. Class Although sometimes, cheers. yeah, it's like classic catches and fucking shopping centre fights. <laughs> but it was like my Spotify most played list last year. Yeah. In the top four was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star followed by Wet Ass Pussy. So... Eclectic <laughs> <laughs> <Collecting> tastes. Oh. <laughs> but so I watch a lot of those videos. It's like watching one of those cop shows where they... You know, cops sometimes they'll solve a crime and they make a fucking movie about it. That's how rare that is. And then, and then they've run out of them, so they just make fucking a whole series and you watch it and it doesn't get resolved. I want to fucking smash it for Falcon watching that. Like you, what the fuck? Just watch eight hours of this shit and you didn't catch the guy and that's it. And then ask for my fucking help to, to solve it. I don't think so. I've done my bit. I've watched it. I've... We were meant to have a Falcon Netflix. here today, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was windy. It's gone. Guys, I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> carrying it in. <laughs> it's probably floating over the MCG now with the yeah. seagulls. <laughs> oh. We got a call from for Falcon. Yeah. An actual call. For Falcon what? hit us up. Going, nobody's ever spoken about us positively before. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a trap? Like, no. no. Peggy loves your TV. Oh, I'm, I've got no complaints. Get it for Falcon, everyone. But, um, <laughs> but not oh, look, we do start. get a lot of messages from people saying we fucked their algorithms on Instagram because oh. we posted to JB Hi-Fi, get your red hot for Falcons now. Yeah. 
Now Instagram's like, they love these TVs. Yeah. <laughs> I follow for Falcon, I'll tell you. They, they advertise quite heavily now on Instagram. There's a lot of for Falcons on there. They're only in two places. Where? Like JB and Good Guys, I think. Oh, yeah, Good Guys with all got so That makes sense. Checks out. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you couldn't get it for Falcon in fucking Aldi or somewhere. No. No, right. TVs, they're near the fucking chewing gum now. Like, you go to a supermarket, you buy a fucking video on a TV next to the Chewy on your way out. <laughs> yeah. That's how valueless a TV... That's why there's no crooks coming into my house to steal my telly. Because it's a fucking impulse purchase. That's it. There's, there's nothing. A, in uh, Mooney Ponds near mine joint, there's, a t- there's like a TV and uh, washing machine repair shop still running. And they had a sign-up saying COVID almost broke us but we're still opening again on that. Uh, and you're like, COVID's not going to stop you. Nobody, nah. Nobody's used your drug front for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think heroin's still a thing, so your business will be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck's getting their TV repaired? Oh, no, I don't even know. Repaired. One, one time that lint thing was full in our dryer. <laughs> Threw it out. It's got a new dryer. <laughs> so, it's one on the street outside someone else's house. Just go out, <laughs> Fine. There's no lint in that one, I have that. Um, I did write one time, I, I, I was looking, I, I found, I found a, a, a club that might house everyone in Shannon. It's called Shannon Knights with a K. So, pretty cool. What, a nightclub? Yeah. Sick. Big pub, multiple screens. Attached to a shopping mall, no less. Oh, your so, favourite. This one, mixed reviews, you'd be surprised <laughs> to. Yeah. Victoria from Oxford. She asked for a beef onion mushroom sandwich. Oh. And um <laughs> Hold on. Mushroom sandwich. Yep. It's you know what she got? Disgusting. You know what she got? And complain. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she got beef and cheese. And still complain. Um, three times she ordered a half pint, ended up with a full pint every time. It's a that bit is of it. A half pint in Ireland is a full pint. Yeah, I know. And a full pint's a full pint. And now I'm just on the waters, please. That's a pint. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting a pint. It's pretty much, yeah, half pint. You're a fucking toddler. You're having a full pint. Pouring Guinness into a half pint. I've seen that before. It's one of the sadder things you witness. Do they they still leave it aside for a bit? Yeah. Uh, But there's such a small amount in it before they top it up. Yeah. No good. Put the little sippy cup thing on top. <laughs> Afterwards, it's two, two handles. Yeah. Yeah, there was an Irish bar near my joint doing takeaway Guinness pints during Fuck. the stage four lockdown. It came, came with a glass and you had to pay $5, um, like a $5 fee for the glass yeah. to remind you to bring it back. But anybody who crunches the numbers on that, you're in front. <laughs> you're not getting your fucking glass back. Well, no, but you're getting above market price for your glasses. You're selling glasses as well. Pretty good ploy. Like, I think five bucks is pretty good for a Guinness pint glass, no? Pretty good for who? For, for the, the person p- buying it. No, way. absolutely not. Well, I'm not going to buy 200 of them, so I'm not going to get them cheap. I know. If you went to a but shop... But they are, so they're yeah. getting them fucking cheap. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> um, either way, though, if, you, if you're thinking of going to Shannon Knights with a K, nab yourself a Cajun chicken bap and... Uh, no. that. <laughs> I can only imagine how not spicy that is. Yeah, yeah. 
my Irish rallies think multi-grain brute spicy, so I can only assume the fucking Cajun chicken wrap might be a bit much for him. Well, you can sort of you can get whatever you want, you know, and and just relax in front of a few dozen for Falcons broadcasting many sports, both mainstream and ridiculous Irish ones, and. And to top this, you can host an event at Shannon Knights. And uh, that's where I reckon you could ram 500 people in there in the functions room. I've had a, had a squeeze, pretty big. Get them in there, one chair each, um, ready to go. One glass each. Let's fight. There's, a <laughs> there's an option, right, at Shannon Knights for um, what do you, re- if you get a function there, for, for what do you reckon as a dessert? Oh, it's just got to be chocolate basic cake. Hints include, even though it was originally intended for the well-to-do, Terminally Ill Jadens would have this on their wish list as a, as a dessert. It's a communal Red- dessert. Oh, Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> um, a communal dessert. Yeah, yeah. A trifle. No, no, no. Like, fucking, everyone can get in Chocolate on Chocolate fountain. Yes. Oh. No good. Oh, chocolate fountain. <laughs> Brilliant. Have you looked at? Have you ever had a chocolate fountain? Anyone done no. that? Yep. No. You have? Yeah, salami doesn't go well in it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, That's Pete who made our sign. And, oh um, yeah. Round of applause for Pete. Actually, he made the yeah. more chilly uh, yeah. raw sign here. Fucking but good now, dude. now stop the applause because of what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> Take your claps back. <laughs> How maggot are you if you're dipping... You say you're dipping salami yeah, in the... It was me and my nephew, so he was like, yep, we're going to try everything in the chocolate fountain. Yeah. So Maltesers, extra chocolate. Well, they're just chocolate, yeah. <laughs> Maltesers. Then we got to, like, cheese and bacon balls. Not so much fun. Salami is just not good. So don't do it. No, it's good. All right. You heard it here first. You ne- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what so he doesn't you- know is he's about to be the next chef at Shannon Knight's. <laughs> 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 who's the fuckhead that was charging 500 a plate here at Crown? I don't know. You know, there was a, who's that, the chef that, you know, you can listen to your food? Oh, Heston. Heston, Blumenthal. Oh, fuck. That's the Irish Heston. Yeah. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> and bacon salami. balls in the chocolate fountain. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> I love that he thinks some people need to be told not to do that. It's fucking <laughs> best part for me. Um... Anyway, that's about it for Shannon. We're probably pulling up short because we didn't do any how you going at the start. So I just jumped straight in. I thought we'd run short of time, but fuck it. We're here now. So, hey. <laughs> how you going, mate? You, you right? <laughs> that is Heggy's niceties. <laughs> Not even a how I, I hadn't seen him in, uh, yeah, close to a year. And he came past my place in an Uber. And I hopped in and he said, do we have to wear these fucking masks everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we didn't, we didn't really have to do it that much, surprisingly, you know. I mean, it's a, it's a disease that you, you people seem to take very seriously. But, um, you know, seriously enough to release it every now and then. For... Play the tape! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fine. How did you go coming in? I did take him to, uh, as, of course, if anybody invites friends or family to Melbourne, the first place you take them is... To the Welcome Stranger on Burke Street. And, uh, well, it's in the name, isn't it? You've got to get straight in there. It's, it's one of my horrendous. favourites. I don't know um, if it's the worst pub in Melbourne. It's up there. We're thinking about doing a shit pub tour of Melbourne. We've got Welcome Stranger, Clocks, 
Yeah. Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget. Oh, Tankerville. <laughs> that must be terrible. You, four people said it. The Tankerville, the Tankerville in Fitzroy, been. that's where my Bucks party ended up. Oh, okay. 6.30am on a Sunday morning and a security guard yelled at my friend, stop doing lines off a pokies machine. <laughs> yeah, the Tankerville is fucking horrific. I, um, yeah, I, I sort of, I, on an off note, I just thought of this because I've, I left my fucking shirt on this. We were supposed to whip it off and be a reveal earlier. But, um, oh, is this your time? I've been carting my, there? this is my time. I've, I've been carting. Oh, cart- fucking plugging merch. Jesus yeah, I'm plugging Christ. my merch. I've been dragging 200 pencils around Tasmania for the last week. <laughs> Turns out they don't really need pencils. They've already got them. Like, no one fucking told me. I've got these, I've got 200 pencils in my bag. Where so, do you think Derwins are from, mate? The Derwent River. That's on the front. Derwent pencils are from Derwent, you reckon? Well, the Derwent River's on the front. I assume that's where they're from. I assume that's why they're chopping all the trees down so I can do colouring in. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's been under there the whole time. Yeah, man. This is my my merch desk. If anyone's interested, I'll be... I'll be sitting around here for a few minutes after the show before you get hustled out and told you've got to do something. I don't know. But well, be... unfortunately, some of you are sticking around to see Heggy. Who's sticking around to see Heggy next? Yeah, yeah fair few of you. Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it feels a bit... Now, I'm taking the energy out now, just flogging merch. People don't like that. But... They want you to be cool about it. They have, everyone hates a salesman, and yet they fucking love a good one. No, so, I, hate, I, think, I think most people hate a shit surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like if Man. I had that covered and then I pulled it off. They're drinks for me. Yeah. <laughs> no one would go, yeah! I'll give one away. I'll throw a pencil into the crowd. Oh, no, yeah. Fucking hurt someone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, throw a pencil into the dark. It can only end well. <laughs> We're going to get diverted out of here. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for coming out to the first ever uh, mid-flight brawl live pod. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, please, one more time, big round of applause for Luke Heggie. And for Nick Cody. <laughs> Thanks very much for having us Cheers. See you later on. We'll see you downstairs. Come say hey. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.